98K News. It's one o'clock, I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines, an infectious disease expert says the surge in the number of untraceable COVID-19 infections is shocking. Health Secretary says the government will consider further anti-epidemic measures if the coronavirus situation doesn't improve. China threatens to retaliate after the UK spells out its citizenship pathway policy for BNO passport holders. An infectious disease expert says the recent surge in the number of untraceable local coronavirus infections is shocking. Of the 113 cases reported yesterday, more than half had an unknown source. Dr Joseph Zung urged authorities to tighten social distancing measures to avoid an eventual lockdown, which he described as a nuclear bomb measure. We have to consider more early about the options of completely shut down the restaurants, I mean the operating hours during the breakfast time as well as the lunch time, not allowing them to have meals in their restaurants. Apart from that, I think we should also consider advising people or recommending people or corporates to allow their staff to work from home. Medical expert is urging people to stay at home as much as possible. University of Hong Kong virologist Professor Malik Piris told RTHK there seems to have been a general relaxation in attitude from the public compared to the first and second waves of infections. He said it was a concern that the number of cases wasn't coming down despite anti-epidemic measures introduced almost two weeks ago. This third wave is certainly very challenging and I think everyone really needs to take it quite seriously. There is a lag period between introducing interventions and them taking effect. But by now, the first set of interventions that were introduced early in July should be taking effect. So that is why it's concerning that the curve is still not coming down. So I think we really urge the Hong Kong population to take this very seriously and reduce unnecessary movement and travel outside. Health Secretary Sophia Chan says the government will consider further anti-epidemic measures if the coronavirus situation doesn't improve. She was speaking as a rule requiring face masks at all indoor public areas took effect from today. Here's Francis Sitt. The Secretary for Food and Health, Sophia Chan, says the government isn't ruling out more drastic measures if the coronavirus situation remains severe. Speaking on RTHK, Professor Chan said the government was closely monitoring the effectiveness of its new rule requiring face masks in indoor public areas, such as supermarkets, wet markets and transport interchanges. She said the government was open to extending the requirement to outdoor areas, but she also said there was better ventilation outside and it may be difficult for people to wear masks while exercising. Regarding the ban on dining in at restaurants after 6pm, Professor Chan said the government would consider a daytime ban if eateries remain crowded or more restaurant clusters appeared. She appealed to the public for self-discipline and patience in observing social distancing rules and maintaining hygiene to combat the crisis. The hospital authority says it'll start sending some coronavirus patients to its community isolation facility in Lei Yumun Park and Holiday Village tomorrow. It says the move is aimed at easing the tight supply of isolation beds in public hospitals. The facility can house some 350 people at full capacity and it's expected to take in some 30 patients on the first day. Hospital authority official in charge of the project, Larry Lee, set out the criteria for patients to qualify. 
firstly age less than 50 and also they have to have the fever down for more than 48 hours and also they they need to be mobile they need to be in good health and also they don't have any major long-term disease and also they don't have any diarrhea and of course they can't be a small kid aka can't be a pregnant lady okay but we do accept some family if, as a special case the government has dismissed the report by the European Commission that labelled 2019 an exceptionally challenging year for Hong Kong and noted what it called worrying trends with freedoms. Vicky Wong reports. The wide-ranging annual report said challenges to Hong Kong's autonomy, stability and guaranteed freedoms had significantly mounted. It highlighted the sustained political unrest and the government's response, which included invoking emergency powers for the first time since 1967. It noted the refusal to hold an independent inquiry into allegations of excessive use of force by police and of self-determination supporters being excluded from elections. In a lengthy response, the government said the report admitted the fact that many companies were selectively vandalised by rioters because of their pro-establishment opinions. It said there were no fatalities caused by police in the months of street violence, whereas a man was killed by rioters and another seriously burnt. The government also said the report said district council elections were held peacefully, but in fact some candidates had been assaulted and their properties damaged. China's embassy in London says a new policy allowing Hong Kong residents to claim British citizenship violates international law. Britain has announced that people eligible for BNO passports can apply for a new visa from January 2021 to live and work in the UK. It followed the imposition of a national security law in Hong Kong. The Chinese embassy urged the UK to recognise the reality that Hong Kong had returned to China and to look at the Hong Kong security law objectively. Vice President of Beijing's top think tank on Hong Kong, Lang Kai, said he thinks Beijing will likely take retaliation against the UK's financial and economic interests. Not only in relation to the BNO, but also in relation to the prohibiting Huawei from doing any business in UK. So basically, I think Beijing will take actions against Britain's economic and financial interests, primarily weakening the ties. For example, it is quite unlikely that Beijing would continue to try to develop London as a major overseas renminbi centre. Coronavirus pandemic has had a big impact on students taking the Diploma of Secondary Education or DSE exams this year. Apart from disrupting their schooling and schedules, the virus has also shaped the outlook of some students on life, including this year's top scorers. But that's not the only things that's had an, an impact on them, as Priscilla Ung reports. Among the seven students who achieved perfect grades in this year's DSE exams is Hong Chen from Yan College. The 18-year-old has suffered from tonsil problems since he was young. He's going to study at the University of Hong Kong's medical school, saying the eruption of COVID-19 has made him even more determined to become a doctor. It was really a hard time for not, not only the um, medical staff, but also for a lot of the citizens and a lot of, uh, around the world. And I believe that it is very important. And because of this in part time, and it makes me more determined to realize that this is my responsibility to use my knowledge to help others and to uh, relieve the pain. Ivan Ng, another super achiever from Queen's College, also plans to study medicine at Hong Kong U and give back to the community. Wang Qingai from St. Paul's Coeducational College is going to study neurology at the Chinese University's Faculty of Science. 
He said he may then travel overseas to do a master's before deciding whether or not to return to Hong Kong. He says the SAR has undergone a lot of changes in recent years, including in governance and the legal system, and he no longer sees much light of hope in society. His comment was echoed by his schoolmate, Lam Chek Wang, who questions if the government has done enough to try to communicate with young Hong Kong people to defuse the huge social tensions in society. President Trump says it's always possible he may order the closure of further Chinese consulates in the United States after Beijing was told to close its office in Houston by Friday. Senior Republican senator said the Houston diplomatic mission was at the center of a massive spying operation. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said the decision had been taken because China was stealing intellectual property. We are setting out clear expectations for how the Chinese Communist Party is going to behave. And when they don't, we're going to take actions that protect the American people, protect our security, our national security, and also protect our economy and jobs. Beijing described the move as a political provocation and threatened to retaliate. President Trump is sending more federal law enforcement agents to cities he says are plagued by violent crime as he sets himself up as a law and order leader ahead of November's election. Mr Trump said a radical movement to defund and dissolve local police departments in the wake of the Black Lives Matter protests had led to a shocking explosion of shootings, killings and murders and he had no choice but to act. Every American, no matter their income, their race or their zip code, should be able to walk their city streets free from violence and free from fear. For this reason today, I am announcing that the Department of Justice will immediately surge federal law enforcement to the city of Chicago. China has launched an unmanned probe to Mars today from the Wanchang Space Launch Center in Hainan. It's expected to reach Mars in February, where it will attempt to deploy a rover to explore the planet for 90 days. The United Arab Emirates launched its own mission to Mars on Monday, comprising an orbiter to study the atmosphere. China previously made a Mars bid in 2011 with Russia, but the Russian spacecraft carrying the probe failed to exit the Earth's orbit and disintegrated over the Pacific Ocean. Scientists say they've deciphered the genetic blueprint of six bat species. The researchers hope their work could eventually lead to a new treatments for infections such as COVID-19, which is thought to have originated in bats. Professor Emma Teeling from University College Dublin is a lead researcher in the project. Bats are extraordinary animals. They have this extraordinary longevity. They resist aging. They don't get cancers. They should. But also, they have this potential high tolerance of viruses. And so I'm very interested in trying to understand what are the mechanisms that bats have evolved to be able to not die of these SARS-like coronaviruses. Official figures show the South Korean economy in its worst decline in more than two decades as it went into recession in the second quarter. The Bank of Korea said Asia's fourth largest economy shrank by 3.3% as the COVID-19 pandemic hit exports and social distancing paralyzed factory output. Experts, which Exports, which account for nearly 40% of the economy, were the biggest drag on growth. They fell by over 16% to mark the worst reading since 1963. Short while ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 25,164. That's 106 points up on the previous close. Turnover is around $83 billion. Currencies, the euro is trading at $1.15. Dollars worth 107.12 yen. And the pound is trading at $9.87. Sport now, and here's Adam Chern.
The English football champions Liverpool have been presented with the Premier League trophy after their final home game of the season. In a thrilling contest at Anfield, they beat Chelsea 5-3. With no fans allowed in the stadium because of the COVID-19 pandemic, the team received their trophy and their medals on a stage built in the famous cop stand. Manager Jurgen Klopp says he misses having fans in the stadium, but also reminds them to stay home. Everything would be better with fans, I know that. But since months, we know it will not be possible. A few months ago, I thought it's not possible to play football. All the other leagues, like Paris, I don't think they, I'm not sure they got the trophy. I didn't get the trophy. Bayern had to do it completely, and we stayed. We had our families here today. Not in the stadium, but now all tested, all fine. So I couldn't be happier, to be honest. Yes, I know it would be perfect if the stadium would be full. But we cannot change it. We cannot change it. What we try to do to make clear for the people that we really do it for them. We celebrate it here alone, but not only for the moment. Everybody celebrates at home. And it's a great moment, absolutely great moment. West Ham guaranteed their place in the Premier League next season after a one-all draw with Manchester United at Old Trafford. That leaves United needing a point from Sunday's final game of the season at Leicester City to clinch a place in the Champions League. United boss Ole Gunnar Solskjaer expects his players to rise to the occasion. If we're going to get used to playing big games, that's uh, it's a great learning uh, point uh, going into the last game needing to get a result. So looking forward to it. West Bromwich Albion have been promoted back to the Premier League after two seasons in the second tier. That was confirmed after a 2-2 draw with Queen's Park Rangers. In baseball news, the Los Angeles Dodgers and their star outfielder Mookie Betts have agreed a 12-year contract extension worth 365 million U.S. dollars. Betts was acquired over the winter in a trade with the Boston Red Sox and was set to hit free agency after this season. The 2018 American League MVP says he's now committed to helping the Dodgers end their 31-year championship drought. Yeah, obviously, the team that's won you know so many division titles and been to the World Series so many times, been to playoffs so many times. That's that they're they're obviously great players, but. Throughout all up and down the organization, there's there's a lot of talent here, and I knew, uh, you know, I know that the Dodgers will be good for a long time with with everybody uh, that that's kind of up and coming, and who's here also, and so uh, I definitely know that uh, I love uh, love being here, love just everything about here, and I'm super super excited uh, for what's coming. The delayed 2020 baseball season starts tonight with the champions Washington Nationals hosting the New York Yankees, while the Dodgers host the San Francisco Giants. And that's your look at sports. To end the news, top stories once again. An infectious disease expert says the surge in the number of intraceable COVID-19 infections is shocking. Health Secretary says the government will consider further anti-epidemic measures if the coronavirus situation doesn't improve. China threatens to retaliate after the UK spells out its citizenship pathway policy for BNO passport holders. The news from RTHK. Our hands often touch public items covered with viruses and bacteria. When we touch our eyes, nose or mouth, the pathogens can enter the body. Health is in our hands. To prevent infection, follow the seven hand cleaning steps. Rub hands for 20 seconds. Rinse thoroughly. Dry with a clean cloth or paper towel. If you can't wash your hands and they aren't visibly soiled, use an alcohol-based hand rub. What if our hands get dirty again? Clean them properly.
To prevent pneumonia and respiratory tract infection, always keep hands clean and wash hands for at least 20 seconds. Put the lid down before flushing. Add water to U-traps regularly. Cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when sneezing or coughing. Wear a mask and seek medical advice promptly if unwell. Fully cover your nose, mouth and chin with a mask. Visit chp.gov.hk to learn more. Shadow crosses mine What it takes to find 
good afternoon and welcome to the 